You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. It's Ryan, and today I have a special guest. As we all know, when you are younger or even as an adult, getting in front of people and speaking can be a little scary. No matter how big the group is you're speaking to, it could be 10 people, it could be 10,000, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets a little nervous. But my guest today, Lisa Reed with Get Speaking Gigs Now, is here to help you conquer that fear and find more success. Lisa, thanks for being here. Thank you, Ryan. Excited to be on the show today. It's, it's good to have you. So tell us about how you came into this role of being an expert in public speaking. Well, I think I always enjoyed teaching. Even as a little kid, I remember, oh, I wanted to be a gymnastics teacher, a kindergarten teacher. Like I just had that interest and right. I ended up getting my bachelor's and master's degree in speech communication. I taught interpersonal communication at Cal State Fullerton here in uh, Southern California, but I didn't become a professional speaker until I was 40. Mm-hmm. So that opportunity had presented itself. And, it, and when it did, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've wanted to do the whole time. You know, right. <laughs> this, is, this is what I, I really wanted to do. And I was tasked to speak to groups all over the area about yeah. mindset. And, it, and that was a way to bring in clients to a personal development company. So it just, it married everything that I loved. I was like, oh, I love personal development. I love, I love that people could really benefit from this. I love that I get to teach, not just speak. And I, I really love meeting all different kinds of people. And then people started asking me for help. Like, how did you get booked here? How did you get booked there? What did you do? What did you do? I had started a group called OC speakers network, which stands for orange County. Mm -hmm. And now we meet in, we, we meet virtually now, but it just started to snowball. And so eventually 2017, I started my own company, get speaking gigs now, because that was what people were asking me for help with. Right. Right. That's interesting. So tell us about like your, so obviously you were a teacher, so public speaking to you was not difficult, but, but I think the transition from being a teacher into being a business owner and talking about the value you provide over teaching. I mean, it's a little bit of a different. It's like, it's like they overlap a little bit, but they are definitely different. And a lot of times my clients will end up saying, you know, maybe they are former teachers. Now, when you're a teacher and someone has paid to be in the class or is forced to be in the class, you know, to get credit, to get something, to get a diploma, to get a, you know, to get a degree they're, they're a captive audience. (laughs) You're not selling them anything, right. Versus when you're an entrepreneur and you're using speaking to grow your business, there is a slight difference. Of course, you need to have a business strategy and you can't, or, well, I don't recommend you speak and sound like you're selling something. Right. I love using speaking to still educate people and provide massive value, but also have a strategy that really attracts the people who I can best serve the easiest and help solve their problems. Right. Do you think, I mean, for the people listening, somebody who's a solo entrepreneur or small business, I mean, it could be anything. You could be a landscaper, a plumber, whatever. You're an expert. Do you think speaking can fit anybody who's got a business or is it 
really only focused on one particular group? I think it really can be what I call industry agnostic. It really comes more from the person. There are quite a few people in the world who have a calling to speak. They are just drawn to it. And maybe they're really good at telling stories or teaching or just enjoy the process of exchanging ideas and transforming people and the, the act of, you know, being that messenger. And that goes for if you're a banker, an attorney, a financial planner, a realtor, a life coach, business coach, right. <laughs> certainly if you're a landscaper, but it also means you, you want to make sure your business strategies, whatever they are makes sense for your personality, for your business, for how you attract clients to all the things. So it all needs to fit together. Right. So, I mean, one thing I've learned over, over recent years is that now, because we have YouTube and we have all these other channels, people can speak to people virtually everywhere. I mean, yes. there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's your website. So literally you could be speaking on video to thousands of people a day. Um, how, how do you approach someone's start? I mean, a lot of people have a fear, right? They're afraid of like, I, I, I know I talk to people all the time, business owners who are afraid to be on camera, afraid to make a quick 30 second video that they could put in an email. Mm-hmm. How do you advise people to hopefully get over that? Obviously for someone like you, you've been doing it a long time. So you don't really have that fear or worry, but how right. do you help people overcome the self-consciousness, the worry, oh, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? What if people think I'm dumb or, you know, or they don't like it or, you know, how do you handle those? those yeah, fears? great question. I, here's the thing. Typically people who come to me already enjoy speaking. Right. I'm not trying to help them overcome a massive fear. Yeah. However, there's, as we have talked before, there are many layers of fear. I still have nerves when I speak on certain things, like if I'm doing a new talk or a certain group might spark some more nervousness feeling, yeah. but I call that speaker's kryptonite. And so everyone has their own flavor of speaker's kryptonite. And what we want to do is identify it and say like, okay, what, it, you know, what is the fear? Oh, I feel like I'm going to look stupid. Or what if I don't know what to say? What if I freeze? What if they don't like what I have to say? What if no one ever wants me to speak on their stage? What if no one buys my stuff? Like those are common speaker kryptonite thoughts. Yeah. So then we can go, okay, where did that come from? Where in the past have you felt that way or experienced something like that? And is that happening now? And that can help us recenter and like, okay, wait, hold on a second. I get it. That fear was actually from a long time ago. It's not happening now, or it doesn't mean it's going to happen now. So let me regroup. What do I have in my toolbox? Like what, what value am I bringing? It just helps you come back to the present. Right. So typically those fears are because we're reliving the past and anticipating the past happening in the future. But if we can go, okay, let me just focus on the, focus on what I know now. Right. What am I bringing to the table? That really helps a lot. Can you tell us about a time or maybe yourself experience you've had or a client you've worked with that speaking has really helped them become more successful and why, why do you think it, it helped them in particular? Yeah. I had one client who 
came to me, she was already a speaker in her past career mm -hmm. and in a software technical type of realm yeah. and had, had done a great job there, but she had come across a personal tragedy and that I won't go too far into the details, but that really rocked her world. It was like, oh, whoa, I need to reevaluate everything. Right. So she started really investigating the topic of grieving and grief and came up with a really fascinating product and service and a deep understanding of the grieving process and how it marries into corporate and things like that. And so she reached out to me because she thought, can I talk about that? Like what, you know, is it okay to cry? Is it okay to talk about death? Is it okay? You know, like, is that, is anyone going to want to hear this? And right. once we determined what is something I call get your talk ready to rock, we, we took what she had and reframed it so that it is okay to talk about that. Of course, you're not doing a bait and switch. Like you're the person who's bringing her on as a speaker knows what the topic is going to be. So there's not a trick there, but absolutely grieving is, is a human experience and we're all going to go through death. So when we started to really calm her nerves about that, it opened up the ability for her to get booked and um, really go out there and live uh, as confidently as a speaker she had been in the past with this different topic. Uh, I remember she had in, during the pandemic, actually, she had gotten to a $10,000 speaking engagement and like a couple $5,000 speaking engagements. So I would say like it, it, anything's possible. Like if you, if you have something passionate that you're passionate about and that other people can benefit from, yeah, there are definitely opportunities for you to get your message out there and to really help other people. That's, that's, that's very interesting. I mean, the fact that you can go out there and make fairly good money speaking as an expert. Um, so how do you suggest somebody approach that? I mean, you're not just going to, you know, knock on someone's door and get a $5,000, $10,000 <laughs> speaking gig. I mean, how, I know you need to be, you need to have a compelling offer. You need to know your stuff. Um, but what do you, how do you recommend getting a start with this other than yeah, talking to you and things like that. There's so many, what I love is starting with speakers who are, are new to speaking like, or entrepreneurs who are like, I really want to use this. I've always wanted to be a speaker, but I'm like, I'm really sure how to get started. That's yeah. like my favorite, favorite thing to do. And so what we typically do, and I have a speaker's training Academy. So we go through, uh, there's all these different ways that I can support people in moving through the process. It's kind of like, Oh, I want to start. I want to learn how to play the piano. Okay. Well, you got to get a piano. You got to learn the yeah. scale, you know, all the things. And, and then eventually we're going to build you to whatever it is that you, whatever's that the ultimate goal. So right. I start with um, something I called get your talk ready to rock. It's very difficult to become a speaker. If you are not confident about your topic and you don't like, if you say, Oh, I'm a speaker, you announce it on your socials. I'm a speaker. The first question people will ask is, Oh, well, what do you speak about? And if you don't have an answer to that, it's, it already affects your confidence. Like you're like, Oh, I, uh, right. you know, you're kind of hesitating. It's like, hi, it's like, um, you know, website shame when someone's like, Oh, don't look at my website. It's not ready yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't want to tell anyone your website, same thing. Yeah. So we start there. And when I do that process, we start at the end 
first? Like what's going to build your business? What's going to, what do you want to lead the audience to so that all of this makes sense? So it's not just you giving, I mean, you have decades of knowledge. You cannot share your decades of knowledge in a half an hour or an hour, right? Right. But what pieces are really important? What could, what could give the nice little appetizer for the audience? And then we, as we're doing that, we're also, who is your target audience? So it's like, okay, where are they hanging out? How do you reach out to them? And everyone has a little bit of a different strategy because speaking and speaking engagements are like matchmaking. It's not like, oh, you're a speaker. They need a speaker. There you go. It, no, it's got to, it's, it has to be appropriate for the audience, for your, for what you're trying to do, for your expertise, your personality, all the things um, need to come into play. Right. And then I, you know, we, I teach some strategies on like how to reach out. Like I'll even offer email templates, scripting templates of things that I do myself that make it really easy. And I also love uh, showing people how to do all this without cold calling, because I think that is most entrepreneurs that I talk to, I don't know about you, Ryan, you might be a little different, but most entrepreneurs do not want to cold call and aren't really well-skilled in it. So, but it's so fun <laughs> said one person, right? <laughs> Says nobody. Yeah. Says nobody. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just one of those. And I've been in situations where I've been in sales jobs where I had to, you know, make a hundred calls a day. So yeah, I've been there and it, it is not fun. The more you do it, it's still not fun. So I teach a, a method that uh, makes it a lot more fun and you get it quicker. Yes. Because really you don't want to spend all your time trying to get speak engagements. You want to help your clients. You want to be doing what you love. You want to be on the stage, right? Right. It's, it's really about maximizing your efforts right. instead of making it difficult. So how do you, so let's say you want to get warmed up to doing it. Let's say you're not exactly an experienced speaker, but you want to start to, I guess, dip your foot in the water, you know? So yeah. do you recommend maybe starting to do maybe some, some doing some free speaking at like a, a virtual group meeting or like a local business meeting and just kind of come in and offer to talk for 10 or 15 minutes just to kind of get in your groove. Is that a, is yeah, that a I mean, idea? you can actually make thousands and thousands of dollars by doing those free speaking engagements. So it typically, I don't make my strategies about if you're doing paid speaking or free speaking, I get that question quite a bit. Yeah. It's more about what makes the most sense. Where are your potential customers, your potential clients, the people that you can serve the most, where are they? Right. And let's not use the speaker fee or lack thereof as our guiding point. That's one, there's different ways to monetize. So if you've got the right message in front of the right group, um, and you have the right offer, well, hey, you can actually make way more than your speaker fee through that process. But I will say when you're just starting out, I, I do recommend you start out in groups that aren't like your tippy top, like best room ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I try to ease and it's like, it's like shoving you into the deep end with weights on your ankles. No, we want to really like make it a nice win-win process where you're you're wading into that pool. It feels really good. You have a nice positive experience so that you'll want to do it again and you get better and better. Your first time is usually not going to be, it's not to say that you won't get clients your first time. You absolutely can. I, I did. I got lots of clients my first time out there speaking, but you, you know, you really want to set yourself up. I think to have that, build that evidence that it, that it can work. Right. 
right, right. Otherwise, that speaker's kryptonite starts to creep back up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us about the the speaker's network. You're in the OC, and I'm not too far from you, about four hours away or so. Um, yeah. Well, so we tell us meet, about that. Yeah, we meet virtually. I call it the speakers, OC speakers network and lounge, because even with the virtual, I've really tried to replicate uh, as much as we can being in person and connecting and collaborating. It is a great place for speakers to develop relationships. I set up a, a system where we, we do some speaker mingling mm -hmm. and we do speaker lounge topics where I facilitate a conversation and then we go into a speaker referral circles. So you can learn how to ask for referrals for speaking and give referrals for speaking. So I set all that up for everyone. All you need to do is show up and be nice to people and voila, magic happens. And so <laughs> how do you, how do we join that? Is that just through Facebook or how do you, how do you no, get involved with that? Yeah. They can go to getspeakinggigsnow.com and there's a tab on there and or ocspeakersnetwork.com. We're on meetup as well. Okay. Okay. That's great. Well, I think this is really interesting stuff because it's, it's a different way of approaching growing the business and sales. Um, and I think it's also important because, you know, speaking, even whether you're talking to one person or two people as a business owner, you have to be comfortable with speaking to people. There's just really yeah. no, no other way around it. Right. So especially now, especially yeah. now. So for people listening who want to find out more, get involved with what you're doing or talk to you or get involved with your, your uh, program, how do they find you? A couple of ways you can go to get speaking gigs now.com and grab five top tips to get more speaking gigs. So if that's something that you're like, Ooh, I kind of, I think I want to be a speaker, then, then grab that. That'll be available to you right at the, at the front of the website there. And then if you are more oh my gosh, this is the sign I was looking for. I absolutely need to get started on this. And you want to have a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. You can go to getspeakinggigsnow.com slash chat. And there's some questions on there so we can have a nice juicy conversation and you can book a time with me. One more question for you. Um, I like to throw kind of a curveball question out there. Uh, what kind of advice would you give your younger self? Let's say, oh my gosh, you know, 20, if you're 25 or 21, 22, if you met yourself back then, what kind oh, of, oh, I would yourself? just say, keep going, girl. You've got the goods. You know what you're doing. Follow your heart. Yeah. Do what makes your heart sing. It's all going to work out. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lisa. If you're listening, go check out Lisa's program, get involved with the speakers network, or just get out there and speak. That's the awesome. most important thing you can do. Thank you, Lisa, and let's keep in touch. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.